Learning Objective 10-6, discuss the special tax rules that may apply to lump sum distributions from qualified plans. In order to qualify for favorable tax treatment, a lump sum distribution must meet the following conditions. First, the individual must have been in the plan for at least five years. Second, the funds must be distributed within one taxable year. Third, the distribution must represent the entire account balance or benefit. Fourth, the amount distributed must be paid upon death, attainment of at least age 59 and a half, separation from service or disability. Also, the distribution must be from a qualified plan. Distributions from 403B plans, SEPs, or SIMPLES do not count. Lump sum distributions paid to an individual born before January 1, 1936 have two special grandfathered rules. One, 10-year averaging using 1986 tax rates, and two, a special capital gains provision for distributions attributable to pre-1974 plan participation. Since very few individuals are still eligible for this tax treatment, the details of these tax rules are not covered in this course. One special tax rule that applies to individuals of any age is the deferral of unrealized depreciation. When an individual receives employer securities as part of a lump sum distribution, the value of the net unrealized depreciation, often referred to as NUA, in the employer's stock is excluded when computing the income tax on the distribution. The NUA is the difference between the value of the stock when it was credited to the participant's account and its fair market value at the time of distribution. The NUA is taxed as long-term capital gain when the stock is later sold. Any additional gain is also taxed as long-term capital gain if the stock is held for 12 months or more. For example, assume 10 shares of stock valued at $10 each are allocated to a participant's account. At the time of distribution, the stock is valued at $20 a share. The participant has to pay tax on $100 or $10 times 10 shares, but can elect to defer payment on $100 or 10 times the $10 difference between the market value and the allocation price. If the stock is later sold for $20, the participant will pay tax at the long-term capital gains rate on the $10 of unrealized appreciation. Whether to elect a defer tax frequently depends on when the participant intends to sell the stock. If stock has a low basis and is going to be held for a long time, deferral generally makes sense. The rule can also be helpful to the individual who receives both stock and cash. The cash can be rolled into an IRA and the stock can still be taxed under the favorable deferral of gain rules. This concludes our review of this chapter.